0: Welcome, welcome to Astro Tea, everyone. This is your weekly astro forecast that we host on Sundays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. BST to take a closer look at the transit and cosmic energy of the week ahead. So join our group here on Clubhouse, our group, and share with your friends and family so they can get the tea too. If you have not already, join our email list. And don't forget, to purchase your copy of the after journal on amazon right now just go to the link at the top of the room to receive all of the exclusive tea and as you mentioned let's get into it so all right, if you want to grab your Astro
1: Tea Journal, get some tea, get some coffee, wake up, get the crust out of your eyes, right? We're going to start <laughs> with tomorrow, Monday, February 13th, where we have the moon and Scorpio is sextile Pluto and Capricorn. So... This is happening at 29 degrees, which is a Leo degree. So the moon in Scorpio is going to be at 29 degrees. Sextile Pluto at 29 degrees. Capricorn, guys, we're almost here. We're winding up to Pluto going into Aquarius next month. So we're at the 29th degree of Capricorn for Pluto. So we're starting off the week with a very transformative transmutational energy that is calling us in to end cycles of abuse and end cycles of disempowerment. And here there's a distinction between rising like a phoenix from the ashes and persevering with strength and with dignity and with conviction versus fueling yourself with the power taken from others in order to biggen up the ego and biggen up pride right oftentimes what i've what i've learned what i've seen what i've observed in my life and the lives of people close to me is that when people are disempowered or humiliated or abused they either consciously or unconsciously seek ways to reclaim their power and to make sure that they always have the upper hand in all power dynamics as a defense mechanism, right? It kind of triggers that fight or flight of, of really never wanting to be in a situation like that again. So you're you're hyper-vigilant, you want to have the power, you're you're conscious of power dynamics with you being on top, right? You being the powerful one in that dynamic, and sometimes Uh, that power that reclamation of power comes through feeling like you have to take power away from other people or kind of stunt on other people with power moves as a way to kind of heal that part of you that was disempowered at some point so therefore sometimes the victim can become the villain in perpetuating these cycles of harm and abuse And this day with the sextile between the moon being fallen in Scorpio and the transformative powers of Pluto and Capricorn, we have a choice. These raw emotions are coming up in our feelings and in our bodies, and we have the choice of how we want to transmute this energy. Do we reclaim our power through healing and transforming the culture and the systems that contribute to this harm? Or do we become leaders and prominent figures of the same system and vow to make other people feel how we felt at our lowest moment? And again, a lot of people do this subconsciously. We have people who, yeah, they voluntarily, consciously, knowingly sign up to be the supervillain of the story. But other people are really, you know how people say hurt people hurt people, right? They're walking in the world feeling disempowered for something that they experienced. And they kind of wreak that same havoc in the environment and spaces and relationships around them. So... We have the power to heal and sustain our legacy in the most purest form, which is epigenetics, right? Healing down to a genetic level, a cellular level. And at this day, the energy also made me think about women stepping up and claiming the throne in these systems and structures of power where either women were not um, respected or, or not seen as equals or were kind of put to the side or were in, in the past exploited or humiliated, now being able to rise from those ashes that we talked about and claiming the throne and these power structures and systems and just the flip side of hurt people hurt people made me think of empowered women empower women so how can we give support right especially as divine feminines how can we give support through spirit support through resources support through healing support through sharing valuable or hidden information or lesser known information. Like, you know, you see a a new woman start at the company you work at. Girl, let me tell you all the tricks of the trade that nobody told me when I got here, right? Kind of passing the baton of that support and helping other women navigate these systems and these industries right for example scorpio is also like eighth house other people's money so it's navigating how to get grants navigating on how to apply to various programs uplifting the children right especially daughters granddaughters like we should want our future generations to have an easier life i think a lot of times in families we get caught up with like back when i was your age i had to walk 20 miles to school and this and i only had one pair of shoes and it's like yes thank you we honor you we honor your sacrifice we honor your commitment to provide something better that's the point didn't you you know aren't we the fulfillment of those dreams of those manifestations if you wanting better for your lineage you know you should support and uplift ease and flow and surrender and divinity in the generations that come after you so just remembering on this day that scarcity is an illusion the idea that there's a fixed amount of power and that you need to take from someone else in order to have more right that's an illusion as well so choose to see the transformation and the healing that an abundance reality can bring to us so that's what i have for monday we're starting off the week pretty intensely with the scorpionic energy we'll get a little bit lighter throughout the week but that's just how it's coming
0: starting tomorrow on monday so empress what does this look like in the tarot yes dealing with illusions i think is definitely a trend that we'll see throughout this entire week so i love how you implanted that word just before you end um ended out the astro for monday so on monday with the moon in scorpio sextile pluto and capricorn in the tarot this is the seven of cups sextile the judgment and the devil or queen of pentacles energy and today's forecast is a reminder that dreams take effort and time to materialize with the seven of cups energy here there is no lack of options to invest your emotions in but there is the ability to place your emotional attention on situationships and material objects that keep you from making a judgment call that would free you from illusions bad habits and even addictions and align you as so mentioned with that epigenetic lineage that celebrates the succession of opportunity and um expansion and growth and wealth right with this judgment card here representing pluto some of us in the collective with the seven of cups have multiple love interests that all want to spend time with you on valentine's day that was like a i don't know who that was for um but i got that looking at the seven of cups for today's transit today is literally the last day to choose some of us in the collective dream of that perfect man or that perfect woman that meets all of our requirements and standards having that fantasy is why your valentine's day is galentine's day or not or spent you know alone some of us in the collective hold holidays as such a vital day to display and receive love that you have unrealistic expectations of yourself and others while also disregarding the other offers that you receive from sincere places from others that want to recognize you on a regular day so take today's sextile as a doorway to more realistic emotional experiences that as you mentioned soul, help to in- increase the amount of growth that you're able to see through your lineage there's beauty and imperfection and like the queen of pentacles you can invest time and effort into making dreams a reality. This is also a really great day to notice the emotional and physical patterns, the emotional and physical habits that limit your decision making skills, what emotions or physical uh with the the judgment and the devil card here what material objects or physical tangible things limit my ability to make decisions for myself in my life to grow to excel to make my lineage proud to make my ancestors proud to be a deity that is remembered throughout history as someone that pushed and and gained skills to become better A refusal to set emotional boundaries and walk on how you're showing up in dynamics is only going to keep the victory you dream of out of reach. So this week is is really diving into um, breaking through those illusions, but also being able to see how we can come out of those experiences that we're having in the dream realm and bring those things down into the physical reality that we experience. So that's all I'm seeing for Monday's energy. Let's get into Tuesday, soul. Yeah. Yes, we got Valentine's Day on Tuesday.
1: And we have the moon in Sagittarius, Sextile, Mercury, and Aquarius on Tuesday, February 14th. And this is happening at 4 degrees. So the moon will be at 4 degrees Sag sextile Mercury at four degrees Aquarius. So this is a cancer degree. Valentine's Day is giving eccentric, it's giving uncharted territory, it's giving spontaneous innovation for maximizing fulfillment in the emotional and communicative aspects of our relationships. It's giving creative genius through optimism and willingness and it's also just having fun in the house you know what i mean i love what empress was saying it's like and i'll get to in a second but this cancer degree is just about feeling comfortable you know feeling comfortable in the relationship even if you don't leave the house right that place that person that you feel at home with wherever it is that you go whether you're here or in cabo or in you know morocco or in brazil wherever it is that you are together is home because of how you're able to feel emotionally close and open to that person so in other words like the bumper sticker statement of this day is like where there's a will there's a way honey Okay. And this is about being open minded to new experiences in the relationship. So, this could be like, you know, incorporating some sex toys in the bedroom. I was getting that with Mercury and Aquarius, and that Sagittarius is like, you know, I'll try anything once. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) A new travel destination, a shared hobby or educational interest for personal development. And it doesn't have to be super educational, like, taking a class together or whatever but reading a book together or maybe going to the gym committing to a new habit together right doing something together for your shared personal development as individuals in this partnership and it's really about honoring the unique aspects of your union that work best for the relationship and tuning out the noise of social norms and conventions. Because honey, Sagittarius and Aquarius, neither of those signs are about the traditional, socially approved, smooth sailing, white picket fence kind of idea about relationships, right? It's like the more eccentric, the better, the more uniquely crafted. The more expansive the more out there the more like you know this is a unique compilation of what works for both of us that's really what brings personal fulfillment why are you putting emphasis on certain things that society has told you is the hallmark of a fulfilling relationship and sometimes it isn't supposed to make sense Or be relatable to everybody around you. Like, do you really want to relate to people who are stuck in boxes of relationship patterns that have them unfulfilled? Like, I rather, those are the people I want questions from. Your relationship doesn't make sense to me. That's a good thing. (laughs) I don't want it to make sense for you because I don't think that you're happy. You're not, we're not looking for the same things, right? Behind closed doors, we don't know what goes on in people's relationships. So it's really about decentering comparison mode so that you can collectively as a union tap into the spiritual divinely designed superpowers of your relationship how can you get into that if both of you are like npcs about what a relationship is supposed to look like and what a man is supposed to do what a woman's supposed to do i think those are things that come through communication in a partnership like if it, for example if the man likes to cook let that man cook who cares you know what i'm saying if the woman is really good with crafts in her hands let her fix things around the house it's whatever works for you whatever helps the union bring the strengths of both partners to really make things function effortlessly instead of getting caught up in a tit-for-tat or who's supposed to do this who's supposed to who who has that to give you know who's where where are the skills where are the strengths and as long as this union uplifts the wholeness and wellness of both partners who cares how weird or quirky or out there it appears and This is also about moving from a place of acceptance to expansive involvement so what do i mean by that is that sometimes i feel like when we see differences in our partner like when we're when we're different people or we have different interests right as different individuals tend to have we we kind of say like oh I give them the space to do this right like okay he's in his zone he's playing video games I'm giving him the space right oh she's you know on the couch watching love and hip-hop I'm giving her the space right but how can we sometimes practice being vulnerable and lean in by showing interest in our partner's hobbies right, giving them space versus sharing space. And I think there's a time for both, right? I'm not saying, you know, if if your girl's loving hip hop time is her sacred ritual of like those 30, 45 minutes she gets to be alone, don't interfere, but show interest, you know? if your partner is, you know, playing video games, that that's his sacred time. Of course, I'm not saying infringe on that all the time, but instead of holding space, share space, show interest. Even if you have no idea what's going on, show interest, show enthusiasm, play together for a little bit, you know, indulge her in the, what she said, what? She threw a cup across the table. You know, get into the episode of Love & Hip Hop, whatever, right? Kind of indulge your partner by showing interest, and enthusiasm even if it's just here and there right really leaning in instead of saying oh I hold space or I accept this part of them like get involved in that part of them as well and then lastly for people who like like Empress said maybe this valentine's is a galentine's uh, unexpectedly right or that's not really what you wanted I feel like some of us might be overlooking someone in our life, someone that we know, someone who may be interested in us, that they would be a great match to compliment you and to bring expansion into your life. But because they don't meet the more superficial or arbitrary or even trauma-based preferences, we're not even gonna go into that because that could be a whole thing on its own. But for example, you're overcompensating now or something is a strict requirement just because of a trauma that you face in a past relationship, not because that's actually something Value, right? Let's say you had a a relationship where you didn't exercise your boundaries, so he was always borrowing your car and never filling up the gas. And you didn't, that was also your accountability for like not saying no, right? Now you're traumatizing, like, my man has got to have a car. It needs to be a 2023 model, no excuses. He can't be taking the bus. He can't be, you know, it's like that's an overcompensative trauma response to a relationship that maybe you didn't have the boundaries to even say no, right? so now that's become an arbitrary prerequisite in your relationship and it's holding you back from having really spiritually fulfilling relationships what i said is you're looking for a relationship that feeds your ego and not your soul not uplifts and nourishes and fulfills your soul so there might be someone out there that you're overlooking so it's like i'm definitely definitely not saying lower your standards i'm just saying open your mind to looking past superficially based standards so that's what I have for Tuesday um, happy day of love to all the people who are in the divine partnerships it takes work it takes effort it takes presence so this is definitely a day to celebrate the beauty and the love of your union so Empress what does Tuesday look like for you
0: yes that was so well said so many gems that you said about honoring the unique aspects of the union that you have, like whether you want to relate to people that have what you don't want, you know, like, how am I and even what you just said how am I going to ask or acquire something of someone that I want to be in a relationship with but I'm not bringing that and when we talk about the six of swords that is the harmony the union right so for Tuesday with the moon in Sagittarius sextile Mercury in Aquarius in the tarot this is the high priestess in temperance and the knight of wands sextile the six of swords energy and with the high priestess in temperance here sextiling the six of swords today your mind can definitely contemplate whether you've been too patient or not patient enough with yourself and others and this could be regarding sexual compatibility so i love how you mentioned soul about being kinky and like toys and incorporating those types of things because It could come up today. Sexual compatibility, like is your libido high? Is mine low? Um, A lack of intimacy that may be happening within the sexual um, uh, component of the relationship. A lack of sexual attraction, you know, um, due to, you know, various reasons. With the Knight of Wands, it could also deal with travel and merging your philosophies about life, having difference in how you see life uh, change or an upgrade that has happened over Aquarius season in the way that you see life. Some of us in the collective have been doing our best in a long distance relationship or living in a specific location for a relationship. And with the Six of Swords, you're ready to get a move on like I'm ready to make movement now to go to the next level or to go and and have a new environment in terms of the experience physically but even if it's shifting the conversation to address how you feel about the connection and the timeline you want to propose moving forward on a day like today and so this Mars day be open to conversation about the future with this Aquarius energy we have with Mercury being there and how you would like to progress be open to having conversations and talking about those things even if the subject matter is difficult to address sometimes with the six of swords it can be difficult to make decisions to move on or to bring up certain conversation topics you could feel a little bit reserved about talking about sexual compatibility and areas that you want to feel more sexually close to a partner but don't know how to express it through words and having you know it can be difficult to come forward with our ideas with our thoughts with mercury and aquarius here but be open to that um even if it's a subject matter that you would prefer to keep on the inside Um, what you want in the situation matters that's what you should keep in, in terms of the perspective you have and why you should speak about this what you want matters in situations because you're involved in it and continuing to hide your feelings will keep things the same way And that's why for some of us in the collective, we continue to have specific emotional patterns that play out with different people. But it's the same story that we're stuck in that cycle because we don't want to address the things that matter in terms of how we express ourselves in emotional situations. And then we project on others that they are not able to fulfill our needs when we don't expressly clarify what our needs are. And that's that's just gonna produce more of the same it doesn't matter who you're with because you're still taking yourself with that new person you're still taking yourself into that new friendship you're still taking yourself and engaging with that family member and so you're continuing to Promote things that you don't want, and that's what Aquarius season is trying to show us. Upgrade, upgrade your mindset and your perspective on things. We're about to get into Pisces. This is a very, this week is centered around emotional upgrades for me in, t- in terms of how I see it. It's very much focused on emotional upgrades. Um, so some people in the collective are literally getting proposed to get married today. Some people are making, taking that step with temperance and saying i've been patient and we've been in this relationship for years we've been able to spread our wings together have a lot of success and this is the next step that i want to move into six of swords with this person into greener lands into new opportunities into more success into greater six harmony and love right others in the collective have been tolerant of partners that waver in their commitment to partnership so some people in the collective have been dealing with infidelity with temperance here you've been patient about what knight of wands activity people dipping in and out having that sag energy you know so you know today information and or intuitive nudges with the moon and sagittarius uh could lead to separation and moving out with the six of swords energy so like i said stand up for yourself if you don't want to continue being in cycles that don't make you happy and don't make you vibrate on the highest Uh, vibration emotionally that you want to be on right now based on the perspective what we saw what was revealed in the full moon in Leo then you need to speak up for yourself advocate for yourself and that's what's going to bring forward new cycles where you feel happier where you feel more peaceful where you feel like things are progressing or aligning based on the goals and dreams that you have for yourself so let's get into Wednesday so Absolutely. And I feel like I love that we were seeing the same
1: thing because it was that same like cycle like experiencing the same relationship through different people of why I was like, "Girl, maybe it's time to choose different." <laughs> maybe it's time to choose the dark horse in the race because Clearly the pattern that we've been keeping up until this point has not been working, right? So opening up our standards and our perspectives to consider other possibilities because the pattern so far is not it so wednesday this is probably one of my favorite transits so let's get into it let's talk about it wednesday february 15th we have venus and pisces conjunct neptune and pisces and get this it's at 24 degrees which is a pisces degree so they'll both be conjunct at 24 degrees pisces which is the higher octave of the pisces ruled degrees when we're looking at degree theory in astrology so what does that all mean this is an auspicious day for magic and ritual work so first of all it's a mercury day right when we have wednesdays it's ruled by the planet mercury right miércoles in spanish mercury mercurial so it's very this planet of mercury right it's very closely related to both ceremonial and chaos magic you could have the ceremonial with the rituals and the incantations and the the banishings or you could just make some shit up on the fly you know whatever's in your pantry whatever's in your kitchen you know what this is all i got and i'm gonna make this ritual work right it's kind of both sides of that energy it corresponds to herbalism right that's that virgo side of mercury with the kitchen witchery and using different herbs and spices and tinctures and herbal essences right and essential oils and things like that it's using our hands and our bodies right Gemini is the hands Virgo is like the vessel and the body itself so this is even like consuming food as like ritual right like having things integrate as being a part of you this is using different uh, herbs and plant medicines as well Um, chanting, right, that throat chakra with the Gemini energy, Uh, writing, creating sigils, giving offerings. That's that Virgo service, right? Being of service to your ancestors or whatever deities you work with and also tending to an altar space, right? That discipline of Virgo, that ritual, that consistency of putting fresh water, tending to the flowers on your altar, right? All of those things are what we define as ritual. So this is a really great day to spend sacred solitude and ritual. So if you're not able to do that literally, like I, literally, if you're able to, this is a great day to be in like literal isolation and literal silence and contemplation and meditation. But Even if you're not able to do that, it's also about tapping into that space or state of mind, especially because Mercury is the mind, it's the mental space. So just really be conscious of not absorbing other people's thoughts, not absorbing other people's feelings, and really tap into that isolative kind of space, that secluded mental space. Try to find some time in the day to meditate, to breathe, to get into the flow of the universe, that's something that helped. I was feeling very overwhelmed last week, and um, thanks to the support of my partner, he was like, "Just breathe,
0: <laughs>
1: just breathe," and I was like, "Oh wow! Like I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that I could do that. I forgot that that was so helpful. And like the the clarity that came from spirit of just breathing was like so overwhelming that it reminded me, like, yeah, I need to have this as an essential practice in my life. And so we have Venus conjunct Neptune. So this is about affirming our manifestations, right, Neptune, through appreciation, Venus. So, for example, writing or speaking affirmations are in the the format of I'm grateful for my health, right? I'm grateful for the impact that I create in my global community i'm grateful for the effortless abundance i experience every moment of every day right so on and so forth so starting it with expressing the gratitude for the manifestation you're calling in as if you already have it you know if you want a car i am so grateful for this car right if you're looking to move i am so grateful that my move is effortless you know what i'm saying that's the two parts we're gonna channel neptune um and venus so the venus is the gratitude and the appreciation and then the neptune is the thing that you're calling in and so you can work with amethyst aquamarine and clear quartz or rose quartz just quartz in general is a great piscean crystal um, if you're doing candle work you can use purple blue or of course white candles right you can never go wrong with a white candle um, also spending time recalibrating the frequency of your personal space and environment So reframe cleaning as a ritual and not a chore. Like cleaning is very much a sacred ritual of like banishing clogged up energy in your space, right? And dismissing it and allowing abundance or whatever it is that you want to take in the space. And so also declutter. Right and pack light energetically. Get rid of the things that are weighing you down and be charitable and give things away, but not just the excess. I think when we give things away, like and I, I've done this too. When I give clothes away, I'm always in the energy of like, okay, these pants don't fit anymore, so I'm giving them away. This shirt, I don't like it anymore, so I'm giving it away. What if it's something as simple of Oh, I remember the mindset I was in when I bought this dress. So I said you love the dress. It's a beautiful dress. It fits perfectly. But you're like, I was in a terrible mindset. I was I was in a I want the external validation of men mindset when I bought this dress. Right, and giving away because that is not in alignment. I think we get, like when we think of giving things away, it's like the excess is what we don't want, what doesn't fit, what's old, because we want more. I wanna buy new things, I wanna consume more things, I wanna spend more money. But do we ever really give things away that still fit, that are still nice, that we still like, but simply because of the mindset we were in? Oh man, when I bought these designer shoes, I was really people pleasing. I was really keeping them with trends. I need to get rid of that because I'm not trying to continue that habit. So like just off that principle, I'm getting rid of them. They still fit. They're still nice. You still like them, right? But getting to the habit of even giving things away that you're attached to and mean something to you. So also assess the feng shui of your space, right? Create room for the abundance to flow. Let the light in, open the windows, get some fresh air, right? Bring some plants or flowers and other living things into your space. So this is all about tapping into the mutable energy of Pisces. How can you shift the energy of your space so that it is a reflection of you at your highest spiritual frequency? So beautiful, beautiful day. So this is definitely a great uh, ritual, magical kind of day to be in solitude and, and relationship with spirit. So Empress, what does this look like in the tarot for Wednesday?
0: Yes, very magical day building up to Friday or Saturday where the sun enters Pisces. Um, I think this is one of my favorite days as well with Venus and Pisces energy. Um, So for Wednesday with Venus and Pisces conjunct Neptune and Pisces. In the tarot, this is the Empress in the Moon and Knight of Cups conjunct the Eight of Cups energy. And this week, as I mentioned before, is full of emotional upgrades and literal doorways with all the sextiles of opportunities and how we experience love and the empress is in the energy of the moon demanding a clearing of the old and stagnant emotion so I love that um, soul you went specifically into decluttering clothes especially that you had a specific emotion while you were purchasing decluttering and just clearing out the space so that you can move out any stale energy right and fill the space with the energy that you want so really clearing of the old and stagnant emotions with this empress here that are taking up space to welcome in newness you can't be asking For um, a fresh new life or a fresh perspective or to continue resonating in this upgrade energy from aquarius season if we still have all of these old stagnant things uh that are uh continuing to vibrate at that lower vibration right and so welcome in newness and beauty and luxury and abundance by clearing out that old stagnant energy with this energy conjoining the eight of cups this puts us in the mood to clear any unwanted and unproductive energy from the space so we're actually getting that assistance with this transit to put us in the mood to want to clear the space to want to do that magic to want to like so mentioned pull off those ingredients that you know whatever you have in your kitchen downstairs to make that you know a uh, magic to to mix those um ingredients and hubs together to make clearing spray for the house you know those types of things you'll be uh motivated to actually do with this transit assistance um helping to bring in more of a productive energy um that brings forward more creative flow and manifestation you know what did you think you wanted that you don't want anymore since the upgrade we've received this aquarius season because it's okay to want things but As the the, um, example that you had, souls, it's okay to want things in a moment, but then now that you look back on it, you realize I don't really want this anymore. So now what are you going to do? You have to clear out that energy because you want it to be replaced with something else that does resonate. And now that you know you don't want it, can you walk towards the things you do? There's a difference between acknowledging what isn't serving you and actually making the decision to move towards what does. And so now that you can see what you don't want anymore can you walk towards putting those balenciagas out you know of the the thrift store can you commit to taking all of those clothes out of the house you know can you commit to opening all the windows and walking through the whole house and staging the whole house to clear the energy now that you've you know so are you able to actually walk towards the things that you want to do? Issues with possessiveness definitely came up today. Um, some to the level of Joe on you, right? Okay, <laughs> shout out to you. Um, but regarding possessions of others as well, right? Having possession of other people. Um, we, we have this emotional upgrade energy, but we have to look at both sides of the scale, right? That type that's gonna be more on the high high vibrational aspect and then that possessiveness that comes from the low yes girl okay so are you um looking into um or is this coming up regarding possession of others possession of items right possession of addictions whether that's to drugs or alcohol um possession of laziness like i mentioned earlier we know what we want to change but are you going to actually walk towards that now and take the action okay um overall today um and oh someone might get released from jail okay pisces energy does um rule over the prison system and for some reason like someone might get released from jail and get to reunite with a feminine energy with the empress here um that just came out too when i was looking at this transit overall today is a great time to make changes to your perspective on the power of our emotions its role in creating our reality is so so powerful and this day is really going to help to put that into perspective for us this transit happening while the sun is still in aquarius is literally a portal to a version view that vibrates at a higher consciousness and it was like for a second it was like a flash. You know how uh, Venus is exalted in Pisces, so it was literally like a mirror was being, ho- like you were looking into a mirror, and you could see another portal through that mirror. But you had to basically decide what had to stay on one side, you know, for you to alter it to how you wanted it to be. It was, it was just like a really quick um, visual that I got while I was looking at the, the energy for today. Um, I'll leave it there. Let's go ahead and get into Thursday. So, yes. And so, Thursday, Lauren. Thursday,
1: February 16th, we got the sun in Aquarius conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. And I feel like this is a moment of reckoning with. You know, either you get a piece of paper that says congrats, you've advanced to the next level, or you know you are gonna have to repeat the grade. <laughs> That's kind of you know because anytime I say something, think about what I'm saying as the polar opposite, right? Energy is energy, but we're experiencing on it, uh, we're experiencing it on a very vast uh, frequency of possibilities and potential outcomes. So this is about transcending through discipline, th- transcending through mastery transcending through the caliber of people that we choose to have around us, transcending through the information that we pay mind and matter to, right? This is like the final boss, the final challenge of Aquarius season. We're closing out, this is at 27 degrees, which adds a little bit of Gemini Sasson and seasoning to it, right? The sun and Saturn being conjunct at 27 degrees Aquarius. So both of these planets are getting ready to shift out right the sun this week will be shift this upcoming week will be shifting into pisces and then early march early next month we'll have saturn shifting into pisces as well so it's like we can kind of look to the sun as like a a gentle transition point a gentle observation of what saturn and pisces is going to look like because we have both of uh we have a luminary and we have an um you know outer slash collective planet both shifting within the next month and we're not even going to talk about pluto right pluto and aquarius we might have to do a whole room on that because that's like a lot of vast changes but for the most part focus on the shift from uh Aquarian to piscean energy right fixed air to mutable water energy so this is where we've been a- we're taking into account right we're getting like a progress sheet of like, have we been committed? Have we been fixed on our goals? Have we been uh sticking and and being relentlessly confident in our ideas in our communication right in in our especially if um what we want like how we want to change the world and impact the world speaks to communication right for example um us with astro t right This is like an inventory sheet a progress report have we been consistent have we been showing up what does that look like right kind of a grade a holistic grade of our efforts because podcast communication, right? Radio, TV, that's all like Aquarian kind of things. And so I feel like for those who have been committed, who have been putting in the work, we'll be able to see that we have reached a new caliber, a new level of mastery, right? Where people are looking to us um, for our expertise, or people are, you know, gravitating towards you, wanting to build a community around your efforts, around your experiences, around your leadership, Or you're feeling possibly the restriction and the limitation of like, I'm not where I want to be because I give up because I have a squirrel brain, you know, it's like, definitely how we've um, how how can we transcend self sabotage through distraction? was that what that's what I was getting it's like at the moment where like it's like our brain like our feelings are like oh, I said I was gonna devote two hours to this thing and we keep oh let me just change the music oh let me just go get something to drink oh let me just like we'll literally find any excuse to not just put in like two hours an hour 30 minutes of like consistent effort towards the what we know is in between us and where we want to be because of that self-sabotaging through distraction so It's, you know, um, daring to push through, daring to be disciplined, especially on the days that we don't want to and just doing anyways, right? Mind over matter. And understand too that the third deacon of Aquarius is about dreams and wishes. So chapter one was about friends. Chapter two was like, oh, I hope it's about hopes, right? I hope this happens. I want this to happen. But it's like now it's dreams and wishes. It's no longer a hope. It's a dream with an actual tangible action plan. And this last deacon is about lessons and mastery. And what better planet to teach us about lessons and mastery than Saturn? So it's like, we're fighting this final boss as we transcend into Pisces season, as Saturn moves into Pisces. And before we go, of course, Saturn is not gonna let us go without this progress report, without this inventory sheet of like, is our house in order? Are our habits in order? Where's our time going? How is our time management? How is our discipline? what if we were to have committed more and instead of punishing ourselves then how can we commit more in the future to what it is that we want to see remember Aquarius is about choices and changes the choices we make to get to the changes that we want to see and this is really the final encounter that we're having with Saturn um, as those planets shift to really give us an honest look at what have our choices produced are they in alignment with the changes that we've told ourselves and other people that we want to see in our lives so that's what i have for thursday um empress what does this conjunction look like with the sun and saturn
0: yes today was a good day too especially with it being one of the last major transits. so source um thursday's energy with the sun in aquarius conjunct saturn in aquarius in the tarot this is the sun and the star and the king of swords conjunct the five of swords energy and with this being one of like i said the last major transits that the sun is having while in the final degrees of aquarius the five of swords is encouraging this energetic cleanup it just feels like an energetic cleanup that is taking in all of the notes. I love how you referred it to academic soul because it was like all the notes that you were able to accumulate throughout the year, but in Aquarius season with the upgrade, it's like this is a cleanup software that's going through and just like deleting all the, the files that you don't need and making sure that your you know, program is protected. And this is like being okay with cleaning up your house after a party because you learned your lesson to never invite messy people to your house. And you could be mad that they didn't offer to clean up and help, right? You invited them into your house, they came over, they enjoyed the good drink, the good food, left their plates, left the the cups next to expensive statues and on the, you know, you you could be mad that they didn't offer to help clean up and just left your house or that they had no respect for your house or for your things. But you are minding your vibration now and how you process energetic exchanges that affect your emotions is what's going to help you moving forward, as you mentioned, soul, just in the ending there of of the astral perspective. You think ahead into the future about how getting tense, how getting angry is only gonna cause cellular changes that don't solve you. So you choose to accept that you have to clean up you have to clean up your whole house by yourself and play one of your favorite playlists or albums while you do it help to shift the vibration as you're doing something in the midst of that um observation and processing of the energetic exchange so you choose to accept that you have to just get on with it knowing the mental fight it's not worth your attention or energy, right? Five of Swords. Where is it most necessary for me to fight in my mindset? I'm not gonna go out. I'm. I know that I'm skilled in in my logic. I'm skilled in the way that I can think. I'm skilled in being able to communicate with other people in the collective with the Aquarius energy. But now that I'm so logical and intelligent and able to process thoughts and communicate, how am I using that to fight for what I actually want to represent in my life? When we decide to elevate the way we mentally process situations, situations and people tend to be less successful at taking control of and swaying our mood and emotions accept and walk through the modules that the universe is giving us, that the universe has been giving us through all these full moons, through all these new moons, since the astrological year started last year in March with Aries season accept and walk through them to develop emotional awareness because at this point in the week we're two days away from the sun moving into the watery sign of pisces where we're gonna face information as humanity that will change the way we view the world forever so it's it's really helping us to prep for this emotional upgrade that i was speaking about all around in the week with some other transits and it continues all the way through to sunday so uh that's what i'll say about thursday's energy let's get into friday so
1: i love what you said for thursday because that's exactly what i was getting for friday when you said that Uh, You know that you're skilled in your logic, skilled in your ability to communicate with the collective, and how are you using that to fight for what you want? Like, that's exactly what I was getting for Friday. We have Mercury and Aquarius sextile Jupiter and Aries on Friday, February 17th. And to me, that's really, it's like some of us cannot afford to be shy anymore you know to not speak our mind to not speak our visions our creative genius this is really like the visual that i got for friday was like going on shark tank and like really speaking passionately about your invention and your creation and you know whatever your your product and they're like yeah man it's not it's not giving i'm sorry it's a no for me bro and and that, that doesn't deter your confidence, you know? It makes me think of um, the Scrub Daddies. Now everybody in their house got a Scrub Daddy and they were out here like, oh, that's too expensive. Oh, you're really saying that it's gonna be in all these stores worldwide and online and yada, 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 like the Scrub Daddy didn't do well on Shark Tank. And now look at that, it's like everybody has one. They got them in the bathroom, in the kitchen to scrub the tubs, to scrub the floor, you know what I'm saying? They're very versatile, they're lit. They got the Scrub Mama too, you know, we're gender inclusive here as well okay got the the scrub inclusivity you know what i'm saying but that's kind of the the visual that i was getting it's like being fearless in and expressing your creative genius because it's for your personal expansion because time doesn't matter in terms of those things like think about how many people now is like wow shark tank really messed up by not you know paying mind to the scrub daddy you know it's for your personal advancement and like the the accolades the clout the affirmation from the the collective might come later it might never come but it's really speaking up about your creative genius your inventions for your own personal advancement your personal creation and like i'll, I'll share. One one short real life example of something that I've really been meditating on and spirit helped me kind of bring it to a resolution of sometimes when we're really on our path it truly doesn't make sense to other people you know the people closest to us and that's really what hurts and like recently I had someone close to me really tell me like you know Nikki the the way that you see the world is not real and that really hurt I feel like for the for i've been kind of sitting with that for a few weeks that really hurt because like i don't like how everybody's you know using therapy speak now without really knowing what they're talking about but that is kind of textbook gaslighting like if someone really says the way you view the world is not real it's like damn (laughs) but i had to sit there i got out of my ego i got out of my emotions and i just sat there i'm like you know what That's true. Because the way that I view the world is not real yet. I'm a visionary. I'm a creator. A lot of things are in my head. Yes, they very much are in my head. (laughs) They are not real. (laughs) And that's because they don't exist yet because I haven't created them yet that's the point that's who inventors are that's who visionaries are that's who creatives are we create something out of nothing we do something that hasn't been done before we project our vision of the future into the present and make something we are the chief architects that start with a blueprint think about it a blue look go outside look at all the houses the skyscrapers the buildings the tallest buildings in the world at some point started out as an idea in some somebody's mind they were a blueprint on a piece of paper with pencil sketched out and now they are thriving centers of commercial energy they provide people with jobs they're they're sustainable with weather and earthquakes and tornadoes and whatever right there these sturdy buildings that at some point were an idea in somebody's mind somebody was a chief architect and said hold on let me let me draft something out real quick let me put pen to paper a lot of the, the the leading visionaries in our society were called crazy or like this will never work or this person you know and you kind of lose like there's a fine line between genius and madness because you really have to be tapped into the ethereal to allow the information to download into this reality you really have to become a channel and a conduit right for these these extraterrestrial pieces of information right to build something so it's like i was able to really get to a place of like you know what It's not real. You know what? It is in my head and I'm okay with that, right? Jupiter and Aries, for my personal relationship with spirit, what spirit is guiding me to create, yes, you are correct. It is not real. It is in my head because I am the one being tasked to create something out of nothing, so that's what friday is really about are you willing are you brave enough to to express your creative genius and still have it be ridiculed still have it be put down and and doing it anyways doing it afraid doing it with all the judgment and and lack of support that you may be feeling was that what i was getting for friday's energy so Empress, what's your take on this sextile between mercury and jupiter
0: I love when you said there's a fine line between genius and madness. You know, like, I just love when the astro- the messages that we both get from the transit... They meld so well together. And for this energy that we're experiencing on Friday, we have Mercury in Aquarius, sextile Jupiter and Aries, which in the tarot is the six of swords, sextile the four of wands. And this forecast speaks to effective communication amongst team and tribe dynamics. And so are you able to get things done with others? Or do you always end up having to do it solo? This is a day to notice your involvement in the team and tribe dynamic aspects. What do you contribute? Right? We're about to literally step into Pisces season tomorrow at this point in the week. And so with that Aquarius energy literally going out in the last degrees, what is your contribution to humanity? Right? We can all see ourselves as humanity as one big team. What are you contributing? That was a really big question that came up. What actions show your dedication to the team's growth? Right? You're part of a team. What are you doing to help the team to be better? For those of us in the collective that have been developing that have been improving on our role in team dynamics actually working on that with the six of swords and four of wands here you will see progress and strides in that dynamic this could be you you know telling your partner and just to clarify team and tribe dynamics are teams can be you and a partner Right. So a relationship is a team. Your family is a team. Your friend groups are a team. And then your tribe, the people in the collective that um, you are coming together with and sharing like minded concepts to continue and and just raise the vibration in whatever ways you see fit. Those are dynamics that you have. And so just asking what what actions show my dedication to my team's growth, right? We're going to see progress and strides. This could be you telling your partner, oh, I love to go on picnics in the park. I really, I just, because Six of Swords is, like I said, communicating those things that may be uncomfortable, as we mentioned earlier in the week, like I'm going to start to communicate amongst my team in a way that is really expressive of how I want us to be in the present and moving towards the future so like so like you said my world isn't real right now You know but everything that i'm taking action towards to grow is something that i'm in the midst of manifesting so of course it's not real because you can't see it yet and it's just in my dreams and imagination (laughs) and that's what i'm using to emotionally drive me in the physical reaction or reality through my actions right so talking about it mercury and aquarius talk about the future oh, I would love to go for a picnic in the park one day. Like the weather's actually starting to get nicer, right? Saying that with your partner. And then all of a sudden they listen and surprise you with the picnic date, you know? Oh, hey babe, meet me at this one place, da, da. da. Or here, wear this blindfold. I'm gonna drive her somewhere. And then they pull up to a park and the blanket's out and you got grapes and strawberries and chocolate sauce. And you know what I'm saying? So it's like, this could be you telling a teammate, hey, I would really like for us to go on vacation or I'd really love for us to go on this walk trip. And you walk together and you make that happen. You work together as a team to contribute and take action together as allies to see that um, through. However, this energy shows up for you today. Show up as a team member you would want to have. What do I value in good team like what what does teamwork mean to me thinking about that also be willing to listen to other teammates feedback about you (laughs) okay six of swords and four of wands be willing to engage in conversations even if they're difficult regarding four of wands the stability of the relationship of your interaction of the energy that you share together and discuss how you can both work together to overcome the challenge. It's the two of you together teaming up against the challenge. It's the two of you against the issue, against the problem that needs to be overcome. This can lead to increased productivity in your life across the board. See yourself as that teammate in all those different aspects I named and see how much productivity in your life increases. Better communication, can be had more passion can be felt with this four of wands energy happiness and adventure so i'll leave it there partly because my voice (laughs) i need to get some tea let's get into the next transit for saturday so yes on
1: saturday february 18th we have the sun entering pisces happy solar return and early solar return to all the pisces Thank you for the wisdom, for the creativity, for for the spiritual leadership, for the divine surrender. For- for the compassion that you provide to the collective. And this is your season where now us as a collective can really indulge and and reciprocate, hopefully some of that compassion and that empathy to be able to understand the, the vision and the energy that you provide into this space, into this collective, into this frequency. So we're shifting from fixed air to mutable water as we close out the astrological year. Pisces is the elder of the zodiac season because it's the last sign before we start the cycle all over again and are reborn into Aries season. So during the sun being in Pisces during this transit we are reconciling privacy and secrecy and solitude versus avoidance that's what we're really reconciling with and all of the manifestations that come through these things Um, sometimes we have the secrecy so for example everything is duality because sometimes you have people who talk too much to other people about their dreams and goals because they want external validation. But then on the opposite frequency, you have the people that are hiding their light and being secret because they feel like their visions, their dreams are something that needs to be protected, AKA something that they feel like can be taken away from them, from other people, right? Or, oh, they put the evil eye, so that's why my business collapsed. I'm like, was it that? Or like, do you feel like you don't have the faith, (laughs) the relentless faith that it takes to pursue your dreams no matter what anybody says or thinks or feels or quote unquote sends your way, right? it's really about reconciling those things are you oh you know I'm just in solitude right now Or mm, are you kind of avoiding responsibilities are you re- avoiding social interaction are you avoiding honest communication you're avoiding transparency are you avoiding compassion because I know for myself it's very very recharging to be in my solitude and I need that to juxtapose the times that I am social you know I need that balance and that recalibration but but solitude can be very addicting it doesn't challenge us it's very very comfortable and comforting so that you know if we have a busy life to just come home and be zen be alone like yes that's very recharging but sometimes it can get addicting as well it doesn't force us to be um it doesn't force us to hold up a mirror to ourselves, right using that analogy that you had for earlier in the episode empress like being in solitude doesn't hold up a mirror right in this in in the same way i'll say that other relationships do right we're forced to have reflections of parts of ourselves mirrored back to us whenever we're in social dynamics and environments so this is really about having devotion to higher ideals to spiritual values to social service and also overcoming ghosts or depths depths of the past, right? Things that we still feel guilty for, things that we haven't forgiven ourselves for. It's really challenging us in our capacity to transcend the finite self through expressing unity with a greater whole with the greater collective right finding what is that universal string that connects all of us right we were all created in in god's image that that godhood that god energy what is that what does that look like how can i honor my fellow man um by seeing that you know thread of divinity that runs through all of us and absorption is a major theme during pisces season which is why spiritual discipline with what we're consuming is imperative during pisces season right that virgo energy we'll talk more about that when we get to the full moon in virgo later in pisces season but virgo energy is going to help kind of ground the piscean energy because pisces can absorb its mutable water so it's motivated to take the shape of what Whatever container or environment it's put in so that Virgo can help by creating purity right Um, de- different density right oil and water don't mix because they have different densities they remain pure even though they're in a mixture right so how can you look for that purity of Virgo um, to have discipline and not merge with your environment merge with the energy around you and speaking of Virgo since we are at the end of this astrological year Pisces season is a closure and culmination of themes that were initiated and seeds that were planted in Virgo season so go back to your journals to your diary to your photos and your phone whatever you use to kind of keep track of the of the time passing and look back to Virgo season that's like um august september to see what was going on in your life what seeds were planted to see how you're experiencing it on the flip side of this energy so meditating is really important um changing our inner relationship with spirit um escapism right using whatever it is that we use drugs isolation um escaping from poverty escaping hidden problems ignoring self-development because of our inability to cope with disappointment um escaping from personal limitations by hiding behind victimhood escaping sorrow by blaming other people escaping um explaining right to other people um it really shows what our limitations are you know uh, the prisons that we keep ourselves in the the isolation the barriers that we create for ourselves and this is also deals with themes of confinement, illness, hospitalization, institutions. Uh, Empress brought up prisons earlier as well. So these will all be themes that we'll talk about as we start to go through Pisces season and the sun starts aspecting different planets. But so far that's kind of just like a general overview. So happy solar return again to all the Pisces. And Empress, I'm excited to hear your take on the tarot of what this looks like
0: yes happy happy solar return to all the pisces out there shout out to my partner he's a pisces um so with the sun entering pisces in the tarot this is the sun entering the moon and the Knight of cups energy and this is a time where things can get weird In the best or worst way, depending on how you have integrated those emotional upgrades, we have been receiving all astrological year. I love that you mentioned how this is a culmination point between Virgo season and Pisces season now because they both oppose each other on the zodiac wheel. But this is the 12th zodiac sign in the astral uh, amongst all the astrology signs and going in an order of the astrological wheel um and so the sun and the moon energy is lighting up all the dark spots that the moon is not already highlighting and so they're really walking together to bring light energy and shifts in vibration that will wake us up and get us in our creative energy using the world as our canvas. When we go from Pisces season, as that being the 12th sign, we go back to start the beginning of the zodiac wheel with Aries and this is gonna be the mutable energy that Pisces has to help us change out of the winter season and go into the spring season. So this energy is really helping to shift our vibration and really woke, wake up our creative energy so that we can transition and change and adapt into Aries, which will kick off the spring. Um, and we'll get into that, uh, as I mentioned, through Pisces season, but also coming in to March for Aries. When your body is stationary, you can still create using your imagination and your ability to dream, right? When you sleep, your body is stationary, but you're still Um, having dreams we also have the ability to travel in the water of our memories fantasies and secrets and when we can ebb and flow with the outside world both physical and non-physical we can share and receive information about the emotional experience we go through here on earth So this can bring a lot of emotional healing to the planet, okay? Pisces is a collective energy as well. It deals with all of our energetic um, contributions to the world, right? Um, It's very selfless in that way. Um, This is the same when it comes to finding out um, that emotional healing that has to do with, you know, historical information, regarding the abuse of energetic exchange, right? Exchange uh, even with currency, right? Specific, mar- Specifically maritime law came up for me, the law of the sea or maritime law, if you guys know about that, I um, that came up specifically for me when I was resonating on this energy. So we could definitely see news of that coming up during Pisces season, that can be brought to the surface, right? Um, during Pisces, magic happens when energy is in motion. E motions, energy in motion or flow, right? this is an emergence of emotions from the watery depths during pisces season that were thought to only be a fairy tale a myth or truth due to elusive tactics continually or intentionally putting that the smoke in front of the mirror so that you can't quite see with that clarity so prepare for the emergence of information on the collective level that changes the global energy Okay, this is on both a personal and collective level. Why? Because us as individuals make up humanity, make up the collective deep ocean discovery. Right. When we deal with Pisces, that's the deepest layer of water. Um, So we're dealing with deep ocean discoveries being made and coming up to the surface during Pisces season. Right. Quote unquote space, high vibrational civilizations. That operate at divine frequencies. Um, so again, you know, with Bermuda Triangle and um, what's it called? Um, I forgot. Like one of the most. Uh, I forgot. I remember. A uh, secret. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you um atlantis definitely news about that coming up sea creatures animals right spiritual downloads i definitely uh love what you brought up soul about having uh spiritual discipline that's so so important forming that spiritual discipline it's like now that we're at the 12th zodiac sign and we've gone through the entire astrological year you should be putting some of this stuff in practice by now you know like And think of one to twelve, like grades one to twelve. By the time you're in twelfth grade, like someone should say, "What's nine times three? Twenty-seven. What's nine times? You know, like you should be able to just recite certain things at this point in the year, astrologically, that you learnt from Aries season, okay? Um, And so just uh, prepare for those types of things. Contact from ETs, right? Psychedelic drugs alcohol and dreams can all come up in conversation at this time so use your intuition and build trust continue to build trust with your intuition to really align your dreams and your physical experience right that virgo Pisces opposition well we've mentioned this we we do a pretty good job of mentioning this but every time the sun is in a specific zodiac sign the opposing sign is also of importance for that season so while we're, when the Sun enters Pisces the um, we're also having to deal with vulgo energy because of that opposition that they have um, so really being able to build trust with your intuition at this time aligning your dreams and your physical experience so that you can experience your dreams when you're actually awake as well as when you sleep because you're a man master manifesto right so um, Yeah, let's get into Sunday to close out the week, soul. That was such a beautiful breakdown.
1: I really, really loved that. You gave us so much to think about, and I love how just that that freedom and that space, and us feeling deserving and worthy of our dreams being experienced in our waking life. Like I think that was like really impactful. And one last thing I wanted to say about the sun going into Pisces, you made me think about being very conscious of the music that we listen to, of, uh, is that supporting the subconscious foundation on which our, like these dreams becoming our reality that you're talking about, Empress? Our subconscious is building, that's the foundation on which those things are built on. So because there's that connection to Pisces, to Venus being Lucifer, the morning star, who is the angel of music, right? You know, all of these th- themes and mythologies that come with Pisces, it's, it's like, is the music you're listening to in alignment with the frequency of where you want to be, who you want to go? Um, or, you know, do you have your own personal relationship? Because me, like, you know, when people say like trap music and yeah, they be talking about shooting and killing da. da, da, da sometimes I just look at that from a spiritual warfare perspective like am i personally out in the streets and the trenches no but are the ops out here in the air absolutely so you know when i need to get my spiritual fortitude up there are certain songs that because of my relationship with my spirit I play them to activate a a certain frequency but that's all I'm saying is about is being conscious I'm not here to judge your music choices but like just being very aware of the subconscious messaging that the music you're listening to um having that be in alignment of the direction that you want your life to take and the reality that you want to build from these dreams that starts in your subconscious so um to close out the week on February 19th that's a Sunday we have Venus and Pisces sextile pluto and capricorn and so this is beautiful venus is about a shift out of pisces um because it's at 29 degrees so venus will be at 29 degrees pisces sextile pluto at 29 degrees capricorn venus is on its way out and i think that's a beautiful Uh, transit for the first full day of Pisces season as Venus is moving out of its space of exaltation in Pisces is that the frequency of love is the most powerful, potent, and transformative energy in this realm. In this realm is the lesson of this. So much to just let go let go let go like aren't we tired like the the tension that we feel in our joints in our in our bodies in our hearts right like letting it go because Pluto, like this is what the symbolism is for me pluto's on its way out venus is on its way out there's these radical shifts that are happening next month like this is very important timing the last time pluto shifted was in 2008 we've literally been in pluto and capricorn since 2008 and so it's been since then that we are having a Pluto transit, Saturn moving into Pisces. You know, it's really about letting go, freeing up the space in our hearts, freeing up the space in our bodies, freeing up the chatter so that we can listen to spirit and understanding that love, that compassion, true love, right? Not this like martyr shit that we're sold, but true. Unconditional, compassionate, spiritual, agape, love is the most powerful potent transformative energy in this realm and anything else that we think will be the key to this transformation these pluto level of transformations it's nothing in comparison to the effectiveness and efficiency that moving through love can do the things that love can break you know it can move mountains it can transform the world it can make us see life through a very different set of eyes like love's like the most healing powerful energy that we have access to in this realm as human beings so that's really it like it's just straightforward just love loving opening our hearts and our space to not only give it but to receive it to feel worthy of receiving the purest most fulfilling most exhilarating love that we didn't even conceptualize was possible and knowing that it is packaged up in a bow just for us we just have to be ready and willing to receive it so that's it for sunday and Chris, you could take us home and
0: close us out yes and that's what these emotional upgrades are all about these energetic upgrades it's about coming to a sense of that frequency and being able to maintain yourself from that frequency so i love that you just mentioned that it's the most powerful love is the most powerful i love that so for sunday to close out the week we have venus in pisces sextile pluto in capricorn In the tarot, this is the empress in the moon and knight of cups energy, sextile judgment and the devil and queen of pentacles. And what we decide to place emotional focus on creates that ease or creates the restriction we feel we have in our lives. And when we shift our minds, we also have to shift our emotions, right? Aquarius was a season of mental upgrade perspective and action that is a masculine energy now we've entered Pisces at this point in the week where the upgrade is happening in the emotional creation the flow and the energetic manipulation so I love that you mentioned as I said so that frequency of love is is literally what we're going through with this transit sometimes we may not appreciate how emotional we can be about things right sensing our that emotional fluctuation sensing that we feel a type of way about something we could be just aggravated that we feel a way about something right we don't want to kiss sometimes we don't appreciate our emotions and we decide to avoid how we feel and develop habits and develop blocks to help us avoid accepting to avoid forgiving to avoid being grateful for these energy signals that our mind body and soul are using to communicate across that different dimension of yourself so what is like the empress um in that way like how can you be more like the empress right and how you see your feelings and emotions as a place of real beauty you see your emotions as power as valuable if you saw your emotions and feelings in that way how would you allow others to treat you how would you treat yourself Accept and even embrace the emotional changes you experience on a day like today and really see every emotion as an ally. I know I mentioned teams yesterday and how you contribute to the growth of your team. We have a team inside of us with our divine feminine and divine masculine. So how do you embrace the emotional changes that you experience today and see it as an ally and see every emotion as an ally that can be met peacefully when they come up. That way you acknowledge the conversation that you're having with yourself without relinquishing your ability to adapt to emotional experiences in life. I'm able to have this dialect and conversation with someone that varies in their viewpoint of life without me getting upset that they view things differently. I'm able to interact with someone that has a very loud voice and projects their voice without even knowing because it's that strong, but I don't get upset about that. I understand the experience that I'm having and I don't have to relinquish my ability to remain at that vibrancy and that frequency of love for them and their expression. Love and acceptance and gratitude from my own perspective instead of the whole projection dilemma going on, instead of you relinquishing emotional power. If love is the most powerful frequency, that means emotions power you, like power everything. Like it's literally the battery. So really powerful way to end the week Um, be prepared for these emotional upgrades we're all going to be going through them together this is a very important time for us to be aware of and really take the take advantage of this time we have to really integrate and practice and develop our emotional and mental awareness of things, and and go through those upgrades because, um, as Soul has been mentioning, when we have, you know, Saturn going into Pisces, when we have Pluto going into Aquarius, you know, things are going to take a shift energetically. Really love the way that this week is ending out. So without further ado, guys, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Astro Tea. We really enjoyed your energy and look forward to seeing you next week, Sunday. So check out our link tree so that you can join the email list. You can order your Astro Tea journal, send a love donation if you feel led, and even book a consultation with us. Join us at Astro Tea on Clubhouse and Instagram to catch up between episodes. We love you all so, so much and have a terrific week.